Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. My name is Steve Cullum and you're listening to episode 61 of the Student Ministry Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to a good friend of mine and partner in ministry, Billy McMahon. Billy is the youth pastor at Rocky Mountain Christian Church in Niwot, Colorado, which is actually right down the street from me, uh, where I'm currently doing ministry in Longmont, Colorado. So not only do we get to enjoy Colorado together, but we also get to partner in ministry quite often. Uh, sometimes we we share some students that may hop back and forth between the two different youth groups, but a lot of times we also will partner in events and things that our churches do together. We're part of a network together of youth pastors pastors that are in this area, and it's been so great to get to know Billy over the last couple years and to just, you know, like I said, partner in this ministry together. So it's going to be a, a great conversation that I get to uh, learn a little more about Billy, and uh, and so do you. So keep listening. But before we jump into that, I do want to thank all of you for continuing to come back episode after episode. Um, we've actually been able to do a little bit more this year, which is really, really, really awesome. Not just a monthly podcast, but sometimes twice a month at like this month. And so that's been really cool to be able to do that and share more stories and more interviews and just more of what God is doing through the lives of youth workers out there and also get a chance to talk about, uh, like we had done our last episode, uh, just the changes and, and all the evolutions of ministry and everything, especially this year during all the COVID pandemic and all that. So thank you guys so much for, for being here and listening to this uh, time after time. Uh, but also I want to remind mind you, if you've not done so yet, please subscribe, please share this podcast with others. And if you haven't done so yet, please leave us a positive review on your favorite podcast app or website. That'd be great. And that just helps us to be found and helps other people to, to find these stories and hear these stories of what God is doing through these youth workers. So thank you so much for that. We also want to thank our sponsor for this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast, and that is G-Shades Student Curriculum. G-Shades is an amazing youth ministry curriculum and teaching strategy that's focused on helping students see every life situation through the lens of the gospel. And since the pandemic has hit many churches so hard financially, G-Shades is actually offering six months free of their middle school and high school curriculum. That's absolutely free. So you can go head over to gshades.org to check that out. Each series is complete with full message manuscripts, full video messages, small group guides, parent guides, Instagram devotionals, games, graphic slides, and even bumper videos. Six months of the curriculum normally would cost you about $140, but right now it's absolutely free. So head over to gshades.org to get your six months free of this curriculum. And also be sure to share this with another youth pastor so that they can also get in on this amazing gift. Thank you so much, G Shades. Seeing life through the lens of the gospel. All right, now it's time to get into this conversation with Billy McMahon. I was so grateful just to have a chance to, to sit down with him and bring him on the, the podcast and uh, for now for you to hear his story. Thanks so much for being with us today here, Billy. Absolutely. I've been looking forward to it. Yeah. 
For sure. So uh, we get the privilege of doing ministry right next to each other, pretty much. So um, for for you guys listening, we're actually in person. Um, most of the interviews that I do are on Zoom or Skype or something like that. But uh, we actually get to look across the table at each other. Um, and, you know, we're not wearing masks, so hopefully we don't give each other COVID right now. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> Looking into Steve's dreamy blue eyes. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I have the privilege of, of yeah, so knowing you and getting to work beside you in ministry and our church is partnering together when we can and things like that. But uh, for the listeners that have never, uh, you know, really gotten to know your story, um, let's start there. Kind of tell us your story and, and where God has worked in your life to, to bring you to today. Uh, so I grew up in a Christian family. Uh, my parents were actually missionaries in Indonesia. So when I was about three, we ended up moving to Indonesia and it's just crazy. It's like, uh, I can remember bits and pieces of that, um, that time. And um, anyways, when we ended up coming back when I was in about second grade, um, we moved to Nyack, New York, and that was really like a huge time in my life. Um, it was in middle school when I felt like I finally started to understand what the gospel was. I had heard all the stories, been in Sunday school my entire life. Um, and it was that time in my life when it was like, transitioning into a new city, a new school, didn't feel like I knew anybody. Um, and I finally got plugged into a youth group. And really, honestly, my youth pastor was the first one that was able to really communicate the gospel in a way that made sense. Um, and I don't know what he was thinking. He was probably looking at like this <laughs> awkward sixth grader, like, oh, this kid just needs somebody, you know. Um, but anyway, it was I got plugged into a small group of guys and that group, like we just grew together and we um, just had this hunger for the word of God, like unlike I've seen often. Um, but anyway, um, during that time, I started like wrestling with God. What are you doing? Like, wh- what are you calling me to? Um, and at that point, it was like <laughs> I was dreaming of being a soccer player. My my life was sports um, it, to the point where like I would avoid school at all costs. I would not <laughs> do homework. Truth story. True story. Like this is awkward. I've told a few people this. <laughs> I failed photography in high school. Hmm. <laughs> I, I it's hard to do, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I don't know anybody else that can say that. Like, but it's, it's true. I, I failed photography in high school. <laughs> Just because um, you weren't. I didn't turn work. in the final project. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, that story has like become one of my go-to for students. Like, mm. you can make it through school. <laughs> there is hope, you know. <laughs> Anyway, um, so school was a struggle all the way through. Um, but I got to this point where I was like, what do I really want to do? Um, and uh, like, I just knew that God was calling me into ministry. Um, I didn't know if it was missions work or student ministry or what, but I really looked up to my youth pastor. So I like thought it looked like a pretty cool job. You could play <laughs> games and eat lots of pizza, <laughs> you know. Of course. Yeah. Um, work soccer into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, we... I sort of started exploring different options and um, ended up applying to like 15 different schools when I graduated. Um, and only one school accepted me. I, it was embarrassing. Like, <laughs> I, like I said, I failed photography. Um, so I ended up going to that one school uh, and met my wife there. That was not my brightest moment. And it's another embarrassing, embarrassing thing. I'm just like unloading everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's confession time with Steve. Yeah, <laughs> confession time with Steve. <laughs> you should change the name of the show. Yeah, it should. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I had run out of gas on the side of the road, and she 
pulled over and volunteered to help me. And nice. that was that, you know. So <laughs> anyway, I ended up transferring to Biola um, with this kind of drive and this passion um, to make Jesus known um, in whatever area that was, whether God was going to call me overseas or God was calling me to a church. I just didn't know. Um, so I started exploring in, exploring everything. And um, I actually, my first youth pastor job or internship was actually at a Korean church in downtown Los Angeles. Mm. Um, and I learned so much in that process, but it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was really hard. Um, but during that time, it's like, like God sort of took a two by four and said, this is where mm. I'm leading you. Um, he, I don't know. It's just like this, this passion and this desire to see students grow deeper in their relationship with Jesus. Mm. Um, and specifically targeting students that would never step foot in a church. Yeah. Um, so when I graduated, I got married. Uh, we took a job with Youth Dynamics hmm. up in the Pacific Northwest. We were in this tiny town called Anacortes, Washington. Um, and my job was to find avenues into the schools um, and build relationships and partnerships with organizations and churches and really – um, just lead students to Jesus and plug them into the church. It was awesome. It was incredible. Um, from there, God was constantly like stirring in our hearts. And my wife and I actually ended up moving to Indonesia um, where we started student ministry. We did a bunch of different things. But it's just like all the way through my story, God has placed us in spots where I'm able to work with teenagers and I'm able to make Jesus known. Hmm. Um, and it's it's kind of been like... Ever since I was a student in the student ministry, the awkward sixth grader, it's like I've kind of latched on and grabbed on. I've been kind of hanging on for dear life ever since. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So um, now we're serving. Uh, I'm serving as a, as one of the student pastors at Rocky Mountain Christian Church just down the street from you guys. And um, it's been incredible. There's definitely been challenging days, but um, I feel like God's doing something that I just can't see. And I'm. Yeah. Holding on. That's cool. <laughs> Still holding on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. And I think it's interesting. Like, I, I, a couple of points to that. I didn't realize that you were that into soccer, which is kind of like, have we talked? We haven't talked about soccer before. We have not. And then I realized no. that I, I, I played soccer in college and, Did you really? and also considered going like semi pro for a little bit. Like, that was a, a fork in my road at one point. No way. But I was like, okay, I can go ahead and continue pursuing this ministry career or take this opportunity to like at least see where soccer takes me. Yeah. And I decided to go the ministry path. But yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Where, where did you play? Uh, at Lincoln Christian. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's so interesting. I think that's the I found a lot of people that that talk about their their path with youth ministry that like it just kind of seems like God brings it up in so many different ways, whether it's on the mission field or whether it's you know working directly with schools and stuff like that. You just kind of keep bringing people back to to working with teenagers, um, which is, which is really awesome. So, so yeah. So you mentioned your Rocky mountain Christian church now, um, and get to, to partner in ministry with, with you guys a little bit and, and get to see what, how we can kind of reach 
our community um, together uh, with a bunch of other churches in town and and Young Life and FCA and trying to to just grow that partnership as much as we can. But but what does your ministry look like on a regular basis? Because I know it's kind of evolved and changed the the few years that you've been there, um, as mine has yeah, <laughs> here as well. For sure. um, but what does what does ministry look like for you right now, especially coming out of COVID and all that other stuff? Yeah. So for us, um, I kind of view it as like a funnel. Um, and like, you've got the wide, the wide mouth of the funnel and then you're pulling them closer and closer. And the goal, the end goal is obviously, um, plugging them into a relationship with Jesus and then launching them out, um, and getting them and watching them and teaching them how to use the gifts and the things that God has given them, um, to leverage the kingdom and to teach, preach the kingdom. Um, so anyway, Wednesday nights are kind of our big kind of all hands on deck. We're going all out. There's loud music, bright lights. Um, we, we combine middle school and high school students. Um, and honestly, like we love it. It's been a challenge a little bit at points, but, um, Wednesday nights, it's like this crazy loud music, um, lots of fun, stupid games. It's youth group. Um, and then that is kind of the wide mouth. So, our goal is for is that Wednesday nights are kind of anybody can come in and engage. Um, so we start out worship, teaching, and then we go into small groups out of that. Um, and my whole goal, my whole philosophy is, of ministry is really trying to plug students into relationships with leaders. Um, I just feel like as leaders grow in relationship, relationship is is the glue. Mm. Um, and we I we've seen that over through COVID. It's just like. Um, the students that weren't really plugged in, like they've started wandering and kind yeah. of drifted off. And um, so anyway, just really trying to plug students into relationships with leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday mornings, we have what we call basic training, which is really just trying to get students plugged into the word of God um, and more like have students reading scripture on their own instead of us just giving it to them. So we've got students reading a chapter a day, Monday through Friday. And then on Sundays, it's like a Sunday school class. We all come together and kind of talk about it and break into small groups. And um, we've seen some really awesome things happen through that. And honestly, my favorite is seeing some of the high schoolers step up and lead with the middle schoolers Mm. um, and kind of watching them grow. Mm -hmm. And then out of that, we're really just trying to plug students and send them out and kind of give them this this giant vision um, of what God is doing on the planet and teaching them how to use the things that God's given them to reach their peers. Yeah. So cool. Cool. So like, um, especially like throughout COVID, I didn't, like you said, relationships are, are huge. Um, how were you guys able to like move to online and how'd that work and everything as you kind of navigated all those waters? Honestly, it was brutal. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so painful. Um, it was like when we first started out, things were great. Like we were doing, everything that we could, we were live streaming student services and, um, the numbers were great. Um, but slowly to our surprise, students started dropping off Mm. and towards the end of the summer, it was like, what are we doing? Like Mm. I found myself questioning everything, questioning (laughs) my call, questioning my, my Christianity, (laughs) questioning, like, honestly, just questioning it all. Um, and to me, it was just like like students just have this craving and this desire for connection. Mm. Um, and I think that that was in a lot of ways taken away. And um, t- to the point where I just like I've 
since then, I feel like I've just been leaning way more on our leaders and trying to give them a vision of doing life with our students. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's, that's huge is what we saw as well is like, they're just craving those relationships, especially our high school students, just like for the most part, they, they checked out they were, they were done. They were tired of staring at a computer screen and not having that true connection, um, with another person. And, and we've seen that in our adults as well, but it's so, so cool to be able to kind of design some ministry around, teenagers coming together with an adult or a couple adults to like really build that relationship. Yeah. In March, I never would have predicted it. Right. <laughs> like I, I would have, I for sure would have guessed that students would be the least affected yeah. by the move online. And we've seen at, at Rocky, it's just like, they've been the most hit. Mm. Um, so then coming back this fall where we were able to meet, it was so encouraging for everybody. It was just like immediately it bounced back to where it was, you know, if not higher. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And, and we were talking just a bit earlier before, before we started recording. Um, how's that, how's that been for your leaders to like come back, um, and, and kind of step back into a regular ministry, you know, routine now that, you know, it's COVID still stuff, all that stuff's still going on, but, but we're trying to get back in a, in a regular ministry routine. So how's that been with, with leaders and everything? Our leaders, I mean, they, it seems like every other area in the church has been hit really hard by it. Um, like people just wanting to stay away and stay safe. Um, but for us, it's like every single one of our leaders came back. We had one that decided to stay away for a little while, um, but she'll be back soon. Hopefully <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been, it's been great. Cool. Cool. So looking forward, like have you guys like picked up on anything from all the COVID stuff or just the opportunities that we have gotten during this time? Like, as you're, as you're looking forward to the, your ministry, um, any changes or further evolutions, like as you, as you move forward, are you seeing anything? For me, I, I feel like the last seven months or whatever it's been, I feel like God has just been pushing more and more on my heart. Just this, um, this whole idea of getting small, hmm. um, like taking the large group at, at, and using the large group, le- leveraging the large group, um, but really the end goal, just trying to get them into small groups mm. and just kind of casting this vision. It's been, it's been on my mind and on my heart a lot, but casting this vision of family. Mm. I feel like I, I, when you read scripture and you look at the kingdom of God, it's like it's constantly like you are sons and daughters of the king. And mm. um, just trying to communicate that to our students has mm. been um, huge and trying to really have that show itself in our ministry. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. We were even talking last night, like as we, as we head back into the building and everything, we've told them that right now for, for state and County regulations, they need to wear their masks and stuff like that. And they're like, but we're all like family. <laughs> like, well, okay. Yes. In a way we are actually, but <laughs> the state and the County doesn't view it that way, even yeah. though we do in the church, but, but that's, sure. so that's cool to be able to get them to, to be able to think about their group that way. Yeah. And, and that anybody can kind of jump in that family and, yeah. and be, be welcomed in. So cool. So, um, so you have an opportunity. I love just asking anybody that's on the show, just what, what are some tips you got a, a, 
audience of a bunch of youth workers out there. Some of them have been in ministry probably longer than we've been alive. Um, and then others are just starting and they're just volunteering or not, I don't mean just volunteering, but simply volunteering in their ministry or and everything in between. So what are a couple tips that you'd like to share with our podcast audience uh, that you've learned along the way? I feel like the, I feel like the biggest thing that I've learned is just this idea of kind of cracking open your life and your story, um, the highs and the lows, um, and just inviting students into that. Like, for example, failing photography, we talked, we joked about that at the beginning, but, um, for me, it's like those moments being able to open up and share the low moments with your students and invite them into your journey with Christ allows them to, and it gives them the space to open up their lives and their journey with Christ with us. So um, I would say that that's the biggest thing um, is um, just finding that space and that time where you can connect with students and really just invite them into your journey with Jesus. I, I believe that that does amazing things and it opens it up for everybody. You yeah, know? That's, so that's crucial. So I, I'm going to press in just a bit. So I know a lot, I mean, a lot of our lives have, has kind of died down a little bit and they're not as crazy, but I know that a lot of us are like, that sounds great, but like, how do I actually make that happen? Especially some of the the youth workers that are probably listening or are working at maybe larger churches and they've got, you know, who knows how many students that they're working with. So how do, how do you make that a priority? How do you make that happen? I, th- I think for me, the biggest thing is just modeling it to my leaders mm-hmm. um, because I know that like I can connect with a handful of students um, and I can show that to them. But when I do it with my leaders, it shows them and it gives them the freedom and the space to be able to do it themselves. Um, and when we model it to the leaders, then I hope and I pray and I I just really want to impress on them to do the same thing with their students because I just feel like, like I said, like as leaders invite students into their stories, it just, it takes that relationship to the next level. Um, and I think that when students really open up about their story, that gives us the space to be able to minister and serve them in that area. That's cool. That's cool. I was actually just talking to my wife, the the importance of team. I think we, mm, we have absolutely. to lean on our teams um, and then lean on each other as well. It's been, it's been such a, a blast being able to work with you guys and, and so many other, other youth workers in our community that we've been able to connect with and everything too. Um, just another plug, if you're not in a youth, youth ministry network, um, make sure that you get plugged in or start one. Um, that's just been huge for us to just kind of lean yeah. on each other, pray with each other and, uh, and realize that that our church doesn't isn't responsible for reaching all the teenagers in this community. Your church isn't responsible, but together we can reach a lot more. Um, just like we can reach a lot more students in our church if we're relying on our our volunteer teams. Yeah, la- just last week we were getting coffee. Yep. Um, and my wife called and <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm getting coffee with Steve." I was like, "He's counseling me through <laughs> his therapy session with Steve." Um, and it, it's just been such a testimony, like what we've seen with the youth pastors going on in this area. It's just been such a blessing to me and an encouragement. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So Billy, I'm sure people are going to want to like connect with you and, and ask you more questions some follow up and things like that. What, what's the best place for people to maybe find you online or, or connect with you? You can just find me on Instagram, uh, billy.macmahan, um, or you can email me at billymacmahan at rocky.church. Cool. Cool. And we'll have those links in the show notes as well. Um, Billy, thanks so much for, for being here. Thanks for your partnership and ministry and may God bless your ministry. You too, man. Thank you. 
And thank you guys so much for being here for another episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. Honestly, like I, I've told you guys before, um, I uh, just... I'm so privileged that I get to do this and I get the opportunity to talk to a bunch of other youth workers and hear what God is doing in their lives and hear what God is doing through their ministry and what he has taught them over the years. So it was great to be able to to talk to Billy today. And I hope you guys were taking notes. I hope you've got some questions. Maybe you're going to contact him and and ask him some follow-up questions about what he talked about today. Be sure to reach out to Billy. Um, Also, thank you so much to G Shades for sponsoring this episode of the Student ministry podcast. If you haven't headed it over to their website, gshades.org and downloaded six months free of their curriculum, be sure to do that. G-S-H-A-D-E-S.org for $140 worth of curriculum. Absolutely free. Thanks so much, G Shades, for sponsoring this episode. And uh, also thank you guys again uh, for all your kind words, your subscriptions, your shares. Um, thank you for all that. And also thank you uh, for the recommendations. If you have not recommended someone, but you've got someone on your mind, you're like, man, that'd be great to have them on a future episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. We would love to hear that recommendation. You can follow us on social media at the Stu, or sorry, at Stuman Pod on Twitter at the Student Ministry Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram, or you can just follow me at Steve Cullum. That's S T E V E C U L L U M, and all those will be in the show notes, of course. But uh, yeah, that's the probably the easiest way for you to reach out to me and just let me know about someone that I need to have on a future episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. I'm really excited about what's going to be happening in the next several episodes. Is we get some really cool uh, voices on here and and just continue to talk about what God is doing in the lives of youth workers uh, around the world. Um, so, so, so encouraging. And uh, yeah, actually, as I'm getting ready to, to publish this, um, Youth Ministry Exchange is going on. So if you were able to uh, check that out and you use the, the promo code Steve, hopefully you saved yourself 25 bucks. We just want to thank Orange for for getting us that code again. And um, yeah, hopefully you were able to to connect with other youth workers during that event. And I would love to know what God is is doing and what he taught you, what, what he uh, allowed you to experience over the Youth Ministry Exchange. So please reach out to me on social media and let me know about that as well. That brings us to the end of episode 61. Thank you guys so much once again. And until next time, may God bless your ministry.